Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hey lady, welcome back. We're going to do a little story time episode and it's been some time since we've done a story, a little story chat time. But this has been really, really weighing on me, talking about my battles with exercise addiction and my tendencies still to this day to lean towards over-exercising. And it brings the forefront to my mind because with everything that's going on and gyms not being open and me having a lot of energy to get rid of, as most people do, I've definitely been outside running more, and running is my first experience with exercise. It's the first kind of, that was my gateway drug into this world, and I mean that in both a positive light way and both a really heavy way, um, because it really did truly become my drug in the most toxic way possible. And um, I have experienced many, many, many uh, injuries and issues related to overrunning, overexercising, specifically stress fractures and surgeries on my feet. It's kind of my prone injury area. And this started in my mid-20s and actually in my early 20s and then just kind of floated throughout the last decade of my life here and there sporadically. And I'm reminded of this a lot right now because I've been doing so much more outdoor running and my foot has been starting to bug and hurt. And I initially didn't want to admit what was happening because it's just not a healthy space for me to be. And because that's my pattern of how all this works, but I'm finally getting it a little smarter and a little wiser. So I've been doing things to remedy those issues and actually sitting down and asking myself, what was I running from? Because exercise had always been something that I had heard was such a great way to release emotions and to feel better. And if you're nervous, if you're anxious, if you're stressed, go run, go work out, go do whatever your modality of exercise is to you. What a great way for release. For many people, that's true. But if you struggle with exercise addiction or you have those tendencies to be on that line of over-exercising, That is bullshit. I'm going to call it out right now and you know it's true. Deep down in your heart, you might not realize it on the surface, but if you reflect on it, you know that that is not your release. That is your escape. That is your escape from whatever you are not wanting to deal with, whatever you're not wanting to feel. That's how you're doing it. You're hiding. You're trying to run away from it, not actually face it. And because everybody tells us this, we're fueled that even more and more. 
well, this is good for me. The exercise is healthy. You're right, it is. But it can also be very healthy. I said in the beginning, running was my first, running was my gateway drug into the exercise world. And it was dark. It got dark. It has been dark. I lean those ways still. And one of my rock bottom moments came the last time that I had a fracture. And what had happened is I had known for quite some time that summer that my foot wasn't feeling well, but I was in a really dark place. It probably was the depths of my disordered eating as well and over-exercising. So no surprise that your bones would break when you're not nourished at all. But I just, I wasn't going to stop. And I knew that in a couple weeks I had a trip planned to go visit my family in Colorado, go visit my brother, and we were going to do a backpack overnight hike, and we had a lot of fun things planned, and I just was not, this was just not, I didn't have time for it, like, that's, I'm, that's stupid, I'm not, I'm not acknowledging that. So knowing weeks ahead of time that my foot was not feeling well, I could have scaled back on what I was doing took the appropriate way to rehab, took the appropriate time to rest, and did something. But instead, I was pissed that I did this to myself again. So I pushed harder. I worked out more. I ran more. I did more. I lifted more. I did more plyometrics. I did whatever it was because I was trying to outrun what I knew was coming. Because this was not my first rodeo, I knew damn well what was coming boot, which I stored in my closet, crutches, which I stored in my closet, non-weight bearing, crossing your fingers, hoping this time it heals okay and that you don't have to have surgery. I knew the impending doom and I was not ready to accept it. So not only did I continue to run prior to the trip, I immediately that plane landed. I unpacked my things and I went out for a run. It was the first thing that I did on that trip. The very first thing. And then in a couple days, we were getting ready to go on our hike. I woke up early that morning before we did a backpack hike with all your shit. So you're heavy. It's treacherous. I think we were doing like 11, 12,000 feet elevation. I woke up early that day to work out before I freaking did an all day hike because that wasn't my idea of working out. So I had to get in what was on my plan. So I was up at who knows what time to work out before I did this. Then we ascended down the mountain and I ran every single day the rest of the trip. By the end of that trip, my foot hurt so badly that I had to sit out an entire day with everybody else doing their thing because I couldn't walk anymore. That same night that I had to sit out, we got on a plane, flew home, flew overnight. By the time I got off the plane, my foot was so swollen, I couldn't get a flip-flop on it. I just kept telling myself, like, I'm sure you just need an adjustment from the chiropractor. That's the first place that I went when I landed the next day. Like, I'm sure something's just off. Like, no, 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 no. This can't be the truth. This can't be the truth. Your foot is the size of a freaking watermelon and it hurts so bad you're holding back tears. But like, mm, no, I bet I bet it's fine. 
Like, I bet that's not really it. So because I was being kind to myself, the next day I did take it easy. I just went on the elliptical instead of running because that was a healthy alternative. I widened out my shoelaces wide enough that I could fit my giant foot in and just kind of propped it up a little bit on the elliptical so I wasn't fully on it and I just kept powering through. And of course, I couldn't get into the specialist for several weeks, so I kept working out. I kept wrapping it. I just wrapped the crap out of it, put on the widest shoe that I could do, and I kept going. So of course, by the time that I got to the doctor's office, no surprise, it wasn't fractured. It was shattered. It was broken. And I cried as I hobbled out to my car. But I put on the boot and the crutches that I knew that I needed that were waiting in my car for me. I spent the next 10 weeks, maybe more, 12 weeks, non-weight bearing, letting it heal, working out every single day. I wore my Fitbit and I got 10,000 steps every single day that I was on crutches. The pain and exhaustion that my body felt was just a whole new level. I cried every night. My armpits were sore. My arms were sore. I worked and I was on my feet most of the day at work. Like I was not stopping. I was not going to quit. And it finally took that time for me to say, how much worse is this going to get? Because each break, each fracture, each injury is just a little bit worse than the last. And what, why is, why am I doing this? To what purpose is this serving? It wasn't, clearly, clearly. And in those moments then is when I knew I needed help. Those were the moments that I started to reach out for coaches and for assistance and mentorship to really get me the help that I needed because it was at that point in time fully exploding in my face and it was not healthy and there were many other reasons that in with food that were happening at that point in time too that I just knew like it's time it's time and I realized that all of this was happening because I was scared because it was my identity because I didn't want to feel all of the shit that I had to feel. It was just easier to keep pushing it off. And I had to really cultivate tools in my recovery to learn to deal with my emotions, to learn to deal with my thoughts of being unworthy or inadequate or release my identity from something that was not serving me, that had never fully served me. And that wasn't who I was. It was a piece of me, but it wasn't my whole entire encompassment of that. And my toolbox of methods to help with that have changed throughout the years. They've been in-depth. They've been obviously coaching and assistance in that therapy. They've been journaling. Yoga and meditation have been huge. Breathwork is something that is a giant part of my life. And as I'm continuing on in my breathwork journey and getting certified to be a practitioner in breathwork is just becoming even more and more powerful in that. Honestly, there are some days where it's just me sitting in silence or it's me, like I shared on my Instagram story the other day, 
driving around and scream singing ska music. It is just ways that actually allows me to feel what I'm feeling. And I still need to release it. I still need to get rid of that energy and channel it out. But I can now see when I'm trying to escape something and when I'm trying to release something. Because let this rambling story, if you take anything out of it, take this out of it. You are never going to escape. You're never going to outrun, outlift, outbike, out whatever it is that you are trying to get away from. That is a snowballing issue that is always in your rear view mirror. It's always coming after you. And each time that you try to escape it, each time you try to get past it, it gets bigger and it gets bigger and bigger and more impactful. And it eventually envelops you to the point in time where you're drowned by it. Because that thing, those things, those feelings, those whatever that you're trying to escape, you never get to escape them until you make peace with them and you release them. And your release, if any of this sounds resonating to you, your release is not by doing another workout. It's not by lifting a new PR. It is not by getting in another run. That is the farthest thing from it. That is just putting fuel on the fucking fire. That is just letting that issue snowball bigger and bigger and bigger. You need to start to see when you are trying to escape and when you need to release and what you need to release. I didn't even know at the time what I needed to release. I had no freaking clue. But I knew what I was doing was clearly not serving me and was not serving my body. And as I shared in the beginning, those tendencies man, they're still deep in me. I was doing the exact same thing up until earlier this week. I was trying to escape it. But now what happens when I have a solid toolbox, that's why you create a toolbox. That's why you have all these things in place. So when shit's hitting the fan, you have something to use. You don't have all of these modalities of healing And being kind to yourself to use when it's sunshine and rainbows out. No, you don't need it then. But if you grow it, then when it is time, when you really do need to tap into that and to call on to those things to help and to aid you in whatever way that looks for you, that's why they're there. That's when you get to call in on them. And that's what I had to do. And that's where I can now see through time when I'm leaning the other way. And honoring my body when it needs to be honored. To not let my ego get in the way. To not let fear get in the way. To not let that negative chatter tell me otherwise. Because I know that that negative chatter does not serve me. It pushes me back weeks and weeks and weeks and devastates me. And it allows me to play victim. And I'm done playing victim to that shit. I'm done. I refuse to allow it. Because that is not how I honor my highest self. And that's not how you honor your highest self. I need you to sit and ask yourself. What are you actually trying to do? Are you trying to escape? Or are you trying to release? And if you're leaning towards escape... Let's talk about it.
send me a message, reach out to somebody for help because that problem, I guarantee you, it's not going away. It's going to get bigger and it's going to grow. And that's not the life that you're meant to live. Sending you light, sending you love, always. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.